0: Welcome to Amphurgy Advocacy Media. We're recording the Journey Series video podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Crystal. And today we have a guest, uh, Eric Knapp. We're going to be speaking with him about... Um, he's a stroke survivor. We're going to speak to him about that, his journey, and... Uh, He's gonna let us know what he's got going on. Hi, Eric. Hi. Hi, Mike. Hi, Crystal.
1: Thanks How so much you? for having me. It's it's I'm really happy. quite an honor to be involved in your podcast and YouTube channel.
2: Thank you. Thanks.
0: Thanks for joining us. So um just Feel free to serve wherever you like. Okay. Uh, whatever makes sense to you.
1: Sure. I apologize for my Kiwi accents <laughs> on top of my um, speech impediment. Um, so um, I've yeah, I've acquired my disability from a stroke um, going on 10 years ago. March 2013. We'll never forget that day. Um so before my stroke, um I won't go back to baby times, but um uh, <laughs> before my stroke I was uh 12 years um into my uh, career as a firefighter and um yeah um it's fit um you know, able to run and do all those um, things that I took for granted and um, one day on a night shift I had a stroke and uh, two days later I woke up and I um, had that locked in syndrome where I couldn't talk or uh, move or anything um, so um yeah, I didn't know what was happening until I saw the reaction on my family. They were here from the North Island that I'm in, South Island of uh, New Zealand. I'm taking it for granted, you know, where New Zealand is, but it's basically three islands. Um mm-hmm. I'm in Southland, so my family in Southland, our uh, Northland, came down to see me, and yes. so that was pretty big to see them there where I was, oh. and so that scared me initially, and then thought this is pretty serious, mm. and um, through you know days I initially couldn't swallow, hence I've had a uh tracheostomy, I think they say pronounce mm-hmm. it. Um uh, so I to not only learn how to move, um I also had to learn how to swallow and which was probably the biggest thing that I really Once my goal was to swallow um, and speak, of course, Um, despite everything else that was going on. Um, So now 10 years after my uh, stroke, um, um, it's been a massive um, adventure. I call it an adventure because it sounds more fun but um, <laughs> that really isn't <laughs> um, um, so uh, I've learned, um what I took for granted before my stroke um, and the things that I was good at and was robbed off uh, because of my, my stroke and so that's given me um, an amazing Lenses that I look through now. Um and I know as I was going through the the grief of, of losing myself or my previous life, I I found that I had a lot of assumptions um myself, you know, that, that i are now um able to uh, address and go now you know you know um back then before my stroke I would see uh someone with a disability uh in my mind seeing that was um mm. seeing them struggle you know like oh I wouldn't want that for for them or for anyone else or mm. myself but now I know that having a disability is not really a disability, it's um, an ability to mm. kind of focus on things that um, you can provide that no one else can.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I know now with my jobs that I do, um, it's that, that lived experience that you can never um just go to a university and learn.
2: Right. Mm. Yeah, it is incredibly sad that it takes something sometimes like a disability or tragedy
1: oh, I
2: to be able to recognize those mm. you know, biases and things we take for granted. You know yeah. um, the able body Population, um, you know, I'm really thankful for people like you that are have the ability to talk about. You know, I didn't have a disability, and I had all these biases, and and now that I have a disability, I'm able to see. see, uh, They they're able to recognize it, and they're able Mm -hmm. to admit that they were just as you no, know, dumbfounded and lost as you now before your disability. That's
1: right. And you're totally right. It 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 really sucks that it does take it something tragic for someone to see. And it did for me. And I, I don't know if if I didn't have the stroke, would I mm-hmm. Different if would I have the same view, and mm-hmm. I'm. I have to be honest. I don't think I would. No. I was going down that that road where I was mm-hmm. fit, I was healthy, I was yeah, I had going on. But um, I don't. Not, I have to say I don't think I I would have that view. No. Um, but um, I'm glad that. I acquired that the disability because I have that difference. So I can say to people, you know, what you're doing, you're taking that for granted. You should really enjoy um, whatever you're doing, uh, running or um, the ability to do things that I can't because, you know, you, you get older, it's something like, I'm not putting the fear up you, but just be thankful. And um, it's not just living your life during the day and then at night saying to I'm grateful. Just, I think you need to be grateful for every action throughout the day, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's how I live my life, grateful for the colors I see, you know, everything, the people you meet. Um, and that's how I live now. And so that's why I would never change a thing. I would never go back to um the person I was before the stroke because I'm so uh, I don't know, I'm I feel I'm happier.
0: Mm-hmm. For you, Eric, for joining us you know mm-hmm. so many so many people who don't have disabilities and maybe even some people who are new to the disability community might see what they've lost mm-hmm. and through people like yourselves we're we're trying to show them what can be gained if you just open your mind to it
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's definitely not to invalidate your grief and your loss of those abilities, but to recognize the that the positives of it and what you can now see and what you want to be identified with and what you want to leave behind is a big thing.
1: Yep, absolutely. So how how do we do this? Um, how do we not make or not manipulate but how do we portray this mindset to someone who's able you know there, there's there, you know you can, you can you can yell at them to you blue in the face okay. but they don't really know until right. something happens
0: um, right. Well, I can, all, I can only speak for myself. <laughs> I don't know if I'm that smart or that intelligent. <laughs> yeah, come on, um, you got the answers. Come on.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I don't, I don't have the power really to affect that sort of change in someone. I don't know that any of us no. does. No, mm.
2: Mark and I would like to think that in some small way that we are opening eyes, you know, to not yeah. only the disabled community to encourage them and educate them about resources and stuff, but also the able body community to these are the issues and this is our perspective on things. and. We you know we want you to be able to uh, see the kind of things that you know you sh- you might want to be grateful for. Yeah. And and uh, I mean we, we definitely don't want to do it in a pointing fingers way. We want to do it on a more digital level because I mean that's who we are. But yeah. at the same time you you want to talk about those issues and that might be difficult topics, but they definitely need to be talked about. Yeah. And it's uh,
0: it's, it's um, I mean, again, it's my experience and I'm going to assume it's kind of crystals. We didn't we didn't necessarily come to a change of art like in an instant, it was like a gradual uh, progression of little nudges nudging us towards the truth, right? And and we're hoping that this forum can do that for people that need it. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's um. Do you do? I know this is about me, but I'm sure Do you? Go to do you do public talks or you know Mm. this? No,
2: this is pretty new for us. I mean, eventually, you know, that's something we might want to do in the future. But Mm. you know, we have our own disabilities and our Mm. own, you know, things that we're dealing with. Um, You know coincidentally under the surface you know um so that that we have a lot of things we want to accomplish with you know m4g but you know it one step at a time and especially when you're trying to help the humanity realize the issues and in a gentle way and uh you have to you have to do we want to do slowly we don't want to like you know scare people away you know
0: right or so, or we don't want it to <laughs> jump on board too quickly without doing the work that needs to be done which right. can only be done slowly and over right. time
2: yeah
1: cuz mm-hmm. yeah. So, um it's it's hard because I've I've talked to people that are deeply empathetic about us, you know. Um, but then, they they get it for a little while and then they lose it kind of thing. Whereas we 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 have to get it twenty four seven right. Right, so, right. Um, uh, it's it's really frustrating to see they they get it because they're with you and they oh I see that you know you yeah, you got mm. struggles and you know my struggles they they measure you up, you know, say, oh my struggles aren't as big as yours or whatever, you know. Right. Um but then they they lose, they forget about that. they they went to their take for granted world, you know, um But then, um, you know, I have uh, an an abled girlfriend, you know, she's not disabled, but she is deeply empathetic and she has that 24-7 and she almost mothers me, (laughs) you know. (laughs) She's a bit too intense, but um, she is amazing and I wish... The whole world was that, like that, you know. Um, it's uh, and it's not just like that about disabilities, it's not that with race, um, sexism, you know, just an amazing human being, and that's mm-hmm. bigger than me, you know. I've still got a lot to learn, you know. I'm mm-hmm. only due to the disabled were, you know, 10 years mm-hmm. old really. So mm-hmm. you know, I've got a lot to learn about language um, and things.
0: Yeah. Well, um, mm-hmm. the the thing is I think it's probably the the obstacle is that when you're when you're non-disabled, there's so many options. There's, you can be distracted by so much. There's sort of a, there's sort of a buffer there. Like, um, there's, there's a certain amount of space between you and reality, and you can distract yourself and, you know, pretend it doesn't exist <laughs> or whatever. But when when you're disabled, you're like all that stuff is stripped away. Yeah. You don't have a choice.
1: I like that. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. There's like there's so many options. You can just go overseas, go on holiday, and not worry about accessibility and and things like that, or go to a eating cafe and not worry about how how do I park? Um, how far is it from parking and where's the toilets, you know, things like that that often I never thought about. And you roadmark, you know, you don't I don't know. Do you feel freer? I don't know. I don't like to say that because I feel free now, but but yeah. I think you're right, Matt. It's definitely a buffer.
0: And the ironic thing is, like, although to the outside world we look like we're we're confined and we're imprisoned <laughs> by our disability or whatever, when it's the op- sort of the opposite way around.
1: Yep. Yeah, I feel, uh, totally. Yep. Yeah like there's all these that um inspiration thing i think you spoke in one of your episodes about inspiration and all that but it's like i'm just living my life you know i i <laughs> mm-hmm. so um you're right it's like to me if you see someone running that's inspiration for me to try and do that or you know, so I want to go up to that person and go, oh, you're inspirational because mm-hmm. you're just mm-hmm. running, you know, it's but for them to look at me, they're carrying chubby bags and look like I'm struggling, but I'm actually just that's the way you walk, you know. Um that's yeah. inspirational to them. It's yeah. Yeah. It's really it is like they they I don't know, it's
2: it's weird. I'm I'm not sure sometimes that the phrase you're inspirational is not an automatic and just that of you know not knowing what else to say, it's no you're inspirational, but it's actually them trying to not be rude by saying you're doing this differently than I would do it. You're Mm. running different. You're talking different. You're doing this. You're doing that. Mm. And instead of being rude, they're just going to say you're a subversional.
0: Yeah. Or something they might really be thinking is, I don't know how you're doing that. Yeah. In my in, in my mind in my mind it's not possible.
1: Have you had that Martin?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's um but so like we're we're two different species, but of the same species, if that makes sense, you know. Um trying to coexist and um I know um when I just was new to the disability world um I did feel a like an alien living in this this world you know because of the look at you and you know I've got tattoos, and so I'm quite the character already um <laughs> It, without the disability. And so uh, it was just, it is unusual. And not, you, you're right that I don't think they, they don't, I'd say they and separate them, but they don't know how to talk to us or what to say. And so yeah, <laughs> sometimes they say, you, you're just inspirational. But I don't know, it so, should, no, I had that question from a, a colleague what do I say to someone with this process like um do I just ignore them um yeah and I, I really didn't know what to say I was like I don't know just if you bump into me say sorry you know don't <laughs> ignore me no
2: yeah. well you know Mark and I recently had this conversation where, you know, eventually their disability, the word disability is going to be obsolete because so many people are, you know, eventually going to have a disability that it's going to be the norm. The norm. Yep. And, you know, people are not going to want to, Talk about every single human. It's a normal thing. So they're not going to want to say I have a disability. so so do I. You know? <laughs> you know, so, you know, it's an interesting thing where, you know, there's a definite uh, a need for us to talk about these topics because everyone is going to eventually have a disability, you know, no matter what so at, at some point so you know i want to make sure that we create create uh sorry i want to make sure that we create a world for our children and our parents and for us of course that is inclusive and not only has diversity but is inclusive for disability as
1: well. Mm-hmm. No, you're right about that, because even normal is not normal anymore. Like it's starting to change, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's pretty um I never thought about that. That's pretty cool pretty thought provoking that.
0: I don't I don't think um well I mean I think it's starting to change, but um, Mm -hmm. like the reality has always been the reality. There Mm -hmm. have always been disabled people. It's just that now people are actively choosing not to ignore it as a reality.
2: Because they can't. (laughs) It's becoming more and more prevalent. and I mean, I'm I, I'm sorry if it makes people mad when I say this, but I mean more research is being done and more mistakes are being made when this research is being done because nobody does any kind of research and does it right the first time. You're gonna you're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna have Uh, things that happen that, oops, I'm sorry, you know, and that's that's in the form of, you know, different mutations and different disabilities come from that. And I'm sorry, but that is even more so of a prevalent thing now because no time, no no time in history has research been done more and more people are have their hands in it. So what is that gonna do to the disability community?
0: When I'll start going. I got you up there.
2: When uh when the medical community sees disability. As the perfect, they perfect lab rats, if you will, because they're already messed up, right? So why not? Let's 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 do research on the defective ones, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sorry that, like I said, that's gonna make some people mad. I don't care, but uh, if no. you think of it. Common sense wise and you know, logistically, I'm sorry, uh, mm-hmm. and I dare not even apologize for that because that's just common sense. But <laughs> uh, what do you think, Mark? Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. And the other the other thing that we have to consider is that you know the, all this research has been going on for. A long time and sometimes effects of actions don't you don't they don't become come up until much later on maybe a few generations down the line who knows
2: mm-hmm. and but exactly yeah,
0: yeah.
1: no i mean that <laughs> that i feel that um you're right Chris or that, and in New Zealand they're doing a lot of research um mm-hmm. relating to uh, back to work for spinal um um spinal injuries and, and things like that um mm. and other research and I feel like right now in New Zealand anyway it's quite uh, a good time um it I feel that that people are out there trying to figure things out. And um yeah we are I am a I get paid for it. Um <laughs> and which is which is good because if I can do that to therefore help um treatment right. be better, then yeah it's a
2: fine line, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they acknowledge my my voice in that, which is really good because I find I don't know about YouTube, but I find it very very difficult to speak my disabled disabled voice in a room mm-hmm. full of um academics, you know, and they're going mm-hmm. on about research and oh, you know, stroke. People stroke way better, you know. Being treated this way, it's like I'm this stroke person here. I've had a stroke, and yeah, I I find it hard talking up in that situation. But I'm learning.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. Um, interesting because um, you said you've had your disability now for ten years. Yeah, is that what you said? Okay, well, I had the same issue as you with the solar wing and having to relearn all that. I had a TB 24 years ago now. so wow. um, yeah, so I it's interesting though the the perspective you talk about you know 24 years later are actually you know pretty the, pretty much the same.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's um, pretty, uh, yeah, that's um, well, it's only four years ago. Yeah, i oh, my mm-hmm. new baby. <laughs> How <many> yes, man. <laughs> yes. I,
2: I, I kind of in a way you, you're you know, you want to share that because you you have the experience under your belt, but then at the same time, you're telling your age.
0: yeah 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 uh you brought up a very good point eric about uh you know being being in a room with uh researchers or doctors and them not really respecting your your experience right yeah and uh you know a lot a lot of that goes on where they just they assume because they've gone to university or, or received some sort of education, which is great, but uh, it it sort of builds up this I guess like this ego that clogs their ears, and then they they assume that there's nothing left to learn. Yeah, yeah, no, you're
1: right. Oh. Oh, thankfully um I um under my bosses uh Megalie Hugby who's um she's Texan but she's um obviously been here for a number of years, so she's a Kiwi. Mm-hmm. Um so she's my boss and she really values um my voice and she's always asked, what do you think, Eric? You know, though like you've you've got left those parents and she's um she's a professor at the university here, uh teaching uh, swallow. So um she's great to have um there behind me give me the old nudge of encouragement uh, speak up and that so um um yeah it's good to have some like that to you know to pick you up we go put you on the soapbox and say now you talk because I'm you've sure. lived mm-hmm. this and we're yeah. we're only studying this and uh, we will never know what you've done what you've mm-hmm. been through even though up only 10 years.
2: <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. some
1: of these people have done 20 years research, you know, so mm-hmm. it's
2: pretty intimidating. Mm-hmm.
0: so uh Eric, what are, what are you working on these days? So
1: these days, um, so i got um, these days I'm working um for Tech which is the company that um, that uh markets swallowing devices for people with dysph- dysphagia. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm the human factors advisor for that, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. They really, um like me being involved at the the foundation need to um, really know what is good for uh, potential patients um and that's so the devices are easy to read easy to understand for some of them, um with different impairments um so I'm doing that as well as I work for, the Royal Center, which um is stroke research rehab, and rehab, in swallow. Um there they um have uh PhD students from all over the world that come and learn and uh make and um they kinda they sit there for three years. I mean not all the time they go home, but <laughs> they're studying for three years under Megaly and I'm there as kind of the uh, patient um, influence. I help them with um, their research so they're not doing some thorough research that <laughs> would never help <laughs> yeah. um, a patient because it's just ridiculous so um, I keep them down at um, ground level so to speak um, I also um, they have a lot of patients come in um, of all disabilities but related to swallow so they have EPS Parkinson's um, anyone that, that has lost his swallow come in and rehabilitate and I'm there as a patient peer support as well so yeah I've got um the number of hats um which is quite cool to be um Mm -hmm. employed um that is one of my biggest things after having a stroke because I was medical out from the fire Mm -hmm. service for obvious reasons um so um having a job, having purpose was really big in my cards back in those days. And mm-hmm. I oh, well, now as well. Um, um and like um you you guys make and crystal, I mean you just wanna you wanna give um your, you know you wanna give you your experience or sorry you want to help oh. because your your view on the world is mm-hmm. so different from anyone else so mm-hmm. you want to you want to share that with people we have a different right. perspective and and that we, is a um, great thing.
2: We all do and we appreciate every guest that comes on because they have they even further are um not just mine and mark's experience mm-hmm. but their own as well and that broadens what we're trying to achieve here and um and what you're saying about being a part of what the company you work for you know i was just listening to or watching a webinar actually uh, a live webinar and uh it was specifically on how do companies become inclusive you know um and if they already had a team that was trying their hardest to prove inclusion and diversity both um How do you further that, you know, Mm. on a truthful basis? And (laughs) it was almost comical in a way. You know, one of the ladies says it's more about than just putting a picture on your website that shows people in wheelchairs and people with... Dancing group and people with visible disabilities. You know, um, it, it's 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 going to be more in what you see the action than what you say. I've always, from the beginning, said you're. I'm sorry, but your actions speak louder than your words. You can tell me whatever you want, but I got to see it, and that's exactly what that was. That was saying, we're tired of you telling us things that are not really in place. We want to see it. And we don't just want to be, you know, with the like of a better word here. We don't just want to be hoodwinked. And to you saying and, you know, showing us pictures and, oh, when this and that. You no, know, actually do the things and have the things in place.
0: Yeah, I was sorry, oh, right, go ahead there.
1: Oh, I was just talking about that yesterday, that whole kind of tokenism kind of thing, eh? Exactly, you know, yes you just mm-hmm. turn up and you know you, they don't give you things to do. That's when you're there because it's mm-hmm. good on paper, right? Right.
2: Yeah. And the paper. the whole reason for my wanting to listen to the webinar was of course the advocacy reasons that you know we're doing but also because I've been part of that tokenism here where you just hire people to check a box you know and I going forward I want to make sure that people have you know, spaces to be appreciated and, you know, give them a space to be who they are and shine, you know. Go ahead, Mark, uh,
0: I'm sorry. We also want people to know that being diverse and inclusive and maybe building ramps and accessible, taking accessibility mm-hmm. measures are great. But mm-hmm. they're, you're not trying to fill a quota. We want real change. We want <laughs> people to adopt, to change their minds and attitudes. Right? Otherwise, whatever action they take isn't real. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, surface level.
1: Yeah. you're right, Meg. It's it's it, it's deeper, mm-hmm. it's it's in the soul, it's in the mind. Um, mm-hmm. it's not just physical things like putting a ramp up or easy doors to open. But um mm-hmm. it's um I don't know about you, Crystal, with your experience with tokenism, mm-hmm. but um it is it is hard to build up that trust that you're not there mm-hmm. for just Token, blend mm-hmm. so right. it did. Um, when I'm with these two jobs, it, it it I have to admit it's taken me a while to trust the environment that I'm that I'm in that they actually mm-hmm. they actually value me as a, right. a team member, right? Right.
2: Yeah. No. Um, re- me bringing that up is not to say you know to point fingers. That no. is to say, that it did happen. That was my experience, and and I'll, so, what are you gonna do about it going forward? Are you gonna continue with that, or are you gonna, you know, be a positive influence in the world going forward? Hmm. hmm. There you go. Yeah. We um.
1: We have um also there's a lot of things in New Zealand that's going on with um equity and things like that. And one of the biggest things on top of um New Zealand's list is um uh, Māori, Um and you've heard of Māori, um te away thing. So there was two treaties that were signed when the colonists come over here and um the Maori were kind of um um had the wall pulled over their eyes and they thought they were signing something they 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 weren't so um at the moment now there's um that token um nism you know the, the we've got um a Maori
0: on the board, you know, so yeah. sorry, Erica. I just wanted to clarify for people sure. who may not know you're talking about Maori, the native people of New Zealand, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure, Ma, okay. Sorry, yeah, okay. and um, yeah. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> thank you a, for asking, Mark. I was kind of like, um, oh, uh, yeah, yes.
1: Yeah. sorry about that, yeah, so Maori, <laughs> okay. um. Yeah, the indigenous people of New Zealand, that when the colonists come over here, they um, kind of uh, wrote two treaties or two contracts, one in English, one in the Māori language. And, mm-hmm. of course, Māori couldn't speak English. So they they wrote in Māori... Um, terms that are like agreements that um things that were quite different from the english version so um that's all been addressed right now and it's um it's quite interesting um with equity um having uh a, an indigenous person on the board you know tick you know that sort of thing and um it's quite similar with, um, you know, what we talked about, going back to disability, um, having someone who's visually impaired or um, off the board. I don't know if that happens over in the States, um, that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Well, it's yeah. it's one thing to include people on the board or or like build a mm-hmm. ramp or doors, like we're saying. But if you don't believe those people, you believe those people are less than you, or they don't deserve to be in the building, and you're just doing that to fulfill some, because the government is making you do it, then yeah. it's not, it's not really, it's mm-hmm. not real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: we need just following government requirements, helmet no mm-hmm. that's so many inches high at one yeah. end, whatever
2: right. you know. It's the same same concept of we yeah. need to do this just to check the box and appease people. Yeah. <laughs> that's all <Yeah>. that is.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we're we're trying to show people that if you if you start if you start with love and empathy and all that and understanding, you don't you don't need those rules because
2: mm-hmm. you
0: already know you already know what to do.
2: Yeah. yeah, It shows internally. Yeah. What you're about, who you are in your your in game. <laughs> yeah. You know what you're about when you can automatically say let's put this in place before we even get started let's let's do this let's let us let us implement these things first thing you know if you can't do that that kind of tells me what you're going to be about and what you're really what you're really for
0: yeah Chris Crystal yeah. and I were just uh, talking about this the other yesterday, I think, you know, in, in Canada, we have something called family day, which is great. <laughs> Cause it in, encourages people to spend time with their family. But if you really unpack it, why does the government need to legislate that it's because companies don't care about their employees and work them to the bone. So they need to have that day off. Because mm-hmm. they're so burned out.
1: Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's a public
0: holiday, I think. Yeah.
2: yeah. Wow.
0: In, in in Canada it was yesterday. Oh okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, Mark is in Canada right now. I I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm in the US. Oh, so, so we're, we're usually together but we right now we're apart
1: yeah okay yep.
0: and <laughs>
2: oh, uh, wow. were you
0: say, were you saying your boss was from texas
1: yes she's um texan um i think she's been here for like oh, 30 years so she but she's she's still got that Texan accent which is oh, that southern accent,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which I find is beautiful. But uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, she she's Kiwi through and through, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's um, she's a professor and uh, deeply academic, but her empathy is amazing for people. She mm-hmm. really, yeah, she sees you. And understands you, and that's really good for me, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she she liked firefighters, so I was I was in there.
2: What part of yeah. Texas is she from?
1: I'm not quite sure. I think um, uh, she did tell me, but she's. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't like talking about her um
2: oh, that's US Bruce, okay.
1: Um yeah. so um it's really funny. I don't know if it's an academic thing. I don't I know people watch this and think um i am be academic, but they seem to be closed off to their mm-hmm. their personal life, you know, like
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's like trying to you mm-hmm. know get in there mm-hmm. like with the crowbar and trying to
2: yeah.
1: get it out. But, um, yeah, see, so yeah, i yeah, pretty closed yeah. off with that.
2: Yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult situation in the U.S. because we've been told so many things and so many things are in place and so many, you know, this is how you need to be and, you know... <sighs> You know, so, no, I think a lot of America right now is maybe going through um, hurt and denial about things, and they don't exactly want to talk about, like, no, the stigmas they were told to believe and things like that, because they don't want to you know, uh, that 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 makes them think they have to justify how they act, you know. Um, so maybe that might be part of it. Mm-hmm.
1: I think so, yeah. I find um, when we do kind of verge on that side of the conversation with um, mm-hmm. her, she is almost embarrassed, you know, and... As she tries, to uh, just ignore it, you know. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't want to push.
2: No, no, uh, no. Uh, she's not here to talk about it, so no, let's not.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. But she is an amazing person, and um, yeah, that's
2: all that matters.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I'm um, thankful she's in my life, really. Um, oh. she um, you know, helped me. Uh, rehabilitate my swallow, and she gave me a job. It's like, mm-hmm. wow. She's, mm-hmm. to me, she's
2: amazing. That's An great. Angel. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
2: So, Mark, you had already asked him his products and stuff we usually yeah. talk about at the end. So, anything else, Eric? Because we kind of went off there on a tangent. I
1: oh, know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget that we're Um, Yeah, Um, uh, nothing else, Um, just, um, yeah, I'm just really enjoying being employed right now and Mm -hmm. doing things uh, from my perspective. Uh, It is quite uh, difficult being only 10 years old in the disability Mm -hmm. realm um, to stay, focused that um, Mm -hmm. in that kind of mindset and to think um, these uh, devices or uh, research, how it applies to someone that may have a disability and Mm -hmm. being close of and also to the carer, to the, the families of the person with disparity and I think um from my own experience that the families need to be involved heavily in our adventures slash journeys because um you know they live it too you know they care for for us and if, yeah. if it wasn't for my family I would um, definitely be a lot different.
2: Hello. sure. On yeah.
0: For sure. Here. For sure. Yeah. What is the, uh, uh, what is the disability employment? What is it like in New Zealand? If you're looking for a job. Sure.
1: So we have, um, we have work and income which is a government agency that also uh, funds people, like gives people with disabilities, confirmed disability from your Mm. medical doctor, um, saying they will give you um, so much per week to help you uh, pay for medications, access needs, which is good. It's very little, but it, it is better than nothing. They also mm-hmm. help you find jobs um, as well. So I don't, I'm not sure if you have that over there, um, like a government sort of funded um, sort of agency that helps. Um, people that are unemployed. Um, but we also, if you have had an accident like a TBI, um, you'll be covered under ACC, which is excellent conversation. Um, yeah, there's one C in there. Um, but <laughs> they they basically help you with the funding um, you with bigger things like vehicles, if you're mm. a re- wheelchair user, um, mm. wheelchairs, um, uh, walkers or even um, th- physio, even if you twist your ankle playing um, a sport, they will help you um, pay for physio on your ankle. So we have ACC if you're covered, but um, if you've had an accident and WINS, if you've just, um, if it's not excellent for me or I was uh, had a stroke, so it's not excellent accident. So I had to go through WINS and try and fund myself.
0: Well, uh, thank you, Eric, for taking the time to share your story with us.
1: No, you're welcome, Mark and Crystal. It's Like I said, it's a huge privilege to be able to talk to you both, and I'm still learning, like I said. I
2: appreciate 10, so. that.
1: <laughs> it's great to talk to people with the same mindset.
2: Mm-hmm. yes and keep keep doing what you're doing and spreading love bye, yeah. bye. thanks, Crystal. Bye.
1: thanks. Bye. have a good day bye. you too
2: bye